Hey, just a warning, while Fuller House is a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the Fullest House podcast, where we mourn the loss of a beloved TV icon, Mr. Woodchuck. I can't believe it! He was gone was, too soon, man. This is, this is just so sad. I, he was such it's, a bright spot in the universe. And he just blotted out. <laughs> he will be missed. He will He will be missed. He it's was a loss, so young. Not just for full and Fuller House fans, but for the world. <laughs> I'm Mark Green. I'm Harrison Bloom. And I'm Zach Horowitz. Now... This brings up the question, you guys. Do we continue with this somber tune? This brings up the question. Do we continue with this somber tone and possibly bore people to death? Or do we get all fun and wacky? Hell yeah! I prefer the somber tune, actually. But see, here's the thing. I think Mr. Woodchuck would have wanted us to be fun and wacky because this podcast is a celebration of life. Yeah. Of a life. Of the life. And unfortunately, life. this podcast is not made out of wood. <laughs> That's me trying to do a Mr. Woodchuck voice and failing miserably. Wood? Is this podcast made of wood? <laughs> yeah, see, that that's better. That's better. Exactly. Mark can keep him alive through his voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really using that navel, nasal cavity forever in our hearts forever in our hearts and we should celebrate because it's a, a story of new beginnings the new year's special yes this is true indeed yeah happy new year's you guys i think happy also it is important to note uh just want to get this up out of the out of the way uh this episode is actually listed as the season two finale on IMDb. However, it is not listed like that on Netflix. We're going through on the Netflix order. So for like the end of season two, you might be noticing if you're looking through on IMDb, like, hey, that's out of order. It's the Netflix order, the order that it's listed on Netflix, the way uh, that's that's how we're watching it. Because nothing can be easy. <laughs> that's so strange. I yeah. wonder which it, which it is on Wikipedia. Do they follow the Netflix order? It's, we don't need to check really now weird. or anything. I don't but, know why the yeah. order is different, but I mean, it, it definitely kind of feels like a season finale. Yeah, it does. It does. We've got, uh, we've got, you know, well, it starts off with DJ getting ready for Matt because he's coming back. Uh, I think, I believe he was visiting his dad in India. Uh, remember the other Dr. Harmon? Yeah. <laughs> that bad man, Dr. Harmon. <laughs> <laughs> that bad man. Uh, She's getting ready. She's, you know, she's got like a nice dress on. She's getting in position. She hears a knock on the door and she says, come on in, Matt. Only it's not Matt. Uh, it's the delivery guy delivering an authentic Argentinian dress for one Kimberlina Gibbler. <laughs> the very creepy delivery guy. Like he started yeah. out just sort of admiring her beauty. And then he just started like leering at her, like just staring. It got very uncomfortable. <laughs> It's, and by the way, I should mention, there are people doing work on my house. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you heard it, but right after I finished that sentence, there was a lot, there was a large bang. 
Oh, I thought you were just having sex during the podcast. Yeah. No, Zach. She's waiting in the wings. <laughs> I'm not that inconsiderate. You're on the light side of Zoom. You good? <laughs> Great. Are, are you holding her hostage? No, she's waiting. It's it's romantic. Do you not? Would your partner not wait for you to finish your podcast to have sex? <laughs> no, no. You know what? You got a good point. That's fair. That's fair. I yeah. you think we're just animals who have to have to you, take advantage of every urge, every moment to go to to go to bone zone. No, I'm I'm just saying it sounded like he was keeping his partner in the corner and I don't know, like maybe she does want to be there. I don't know. I don't judge, but you know, just wanted to check in and make sure. Look, I have the utmost faith in you, Mark. All right? I I trust you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I, but this is a running theme in this show that I think only gets more prominent as time goes on that we've talked a lot about how DJ's biggest character trait is mom. Yeah. But her yes. other trait in the show is super hot. Everybody <laughs> wants to do it with old Deej. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's inevitably a part of protagonist syndrome. They always find someone who wants to date them, but every guy. Yeah. yeah. And the one time it wasn't a guy who wanted to date her was when the guy was gay. It's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. In the Irish episode. But yeah, DJ gets all hot for the mailman, who, as it turns out, is not Matt. Which was the biggest he twist of the episode. We don't know his name. His name could also be Matt. That's, That's true. true. It's a pretty common name. Yeah. But he's there delivering Kimmy's ugly dress, as you said, Zach. Which is yes. a terrible dress. It's an authentic Argentinian dress that Fernando has specifically requested that Kimmy wear for the New Year's party. Yeah. Because he loves her. Yeah. He loves her and she doesn't appreciate his gift. <laughs> Once again, Fernando goes unappreciated. <laughs> Fernando goes unappreciated. It's it's a shame. It's a shame. <laughs> this is this is a tragic episode when you think about it. You got Mr. Woodchuck. You got Fernando being forsaken. How how dare oh, Kimmy? Dear viewer, we'll get to Mr. Woodchuck later. The greatest tragedy in all of this show, a Shakespearean yeah. downfall of a puppet. But anyway. We have then there's another <laughs> knock at the door and and DJ gets all ready and sexy again. <laughs> and it's not Matt. It's CJ. Followed Steve. by Steve. Yeah. The opposite of sexy reunion. <laughs> I do like that we were kind of guessing who would it be next. I think mostly yeah. we were saying Fernando. Yeah, we were saying Fernando. Um, well, I was saying Steve for the first two, and then it was Steve, and then I kept saying Fernando. And who were the first? Wait, it was the first. It was two, the mailman. Then, then it was Steve. CJ and Steve. It was Steve, and then the third. Was there a third? I felt like there, there was, was a someone, third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the parents. It was Full House. From TV's oh, right, the whole cast of Full House. That's right. Yeah, yeah. the okay. cast of Full House shows up. <laughs> no, it was the new kids on the block. <laughs> I would love it if the literal cast of Full House showed up. If just Bob Saget, John Stamos, oh. Dave Coulier, and Lori Loughlin showed up as as the celebrities. Bob Saget, John Stamos, <laughs> Dave Coulier. Yeah, we have proven that they exist in this universe. What are you guys doing here? 
But Steve tells DJ some news, mm -hmm. you guys. Oh, really? Do tell. Steve is going to propose to CJ tonight at Ooh. DJ's party, at DJ's house, his ex-girlfriend's house. In front of spends, her. In front of her, he spends way too much time at his ex-girlfriend's house. <laughs> he has DJ write his... Uh, his proposal for him. He he wants her help writing the proposal for him. Yeah, he comes in and uh, he comes in. He tells DJ what he's got so far. And I'm going to just do a dramatic reading of what Steve has had prepared at the beginning of this episode. Okay. <clears throat> yes, yes. <clears throat> CJ. And that's it. Yeah. 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 Can I do a take? Can I do a take just for you? Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> CJ. <laughs> Mark, I, I admire your performance. I, I, I really get a sense of Steve's motivation when you read that line. You know, it's a nice alternate alternate take. You know, I was trying to focus on they say, you know, you focus on like the action of it. Mm -hmm. I was like. So I was trying to think of like pleading. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. Exactly. Got to reach in. Got to think, what does he want? But yes, and it's very good because DJ asks Steve, what do you have? He takes out a pair of reading glasses and a piece of paper to read the word CJ. Yep. And I'm pretty sure we noticed <laughs> the entire page was blank. I mean, maybe they wrote the word CJ yeah. on it, but I highly doubt it. <laughs> we noticed that it was mostly blank, at least. Yeah. yeah, which they show it being mostly blank before we get to the punchline that all he has is CJ. So... That's kind of a missed opportunity. I feel like they should have shot it differently. Yeah, they shot it weird, like from two different angles, and that kind of ruined the joke. And guys, I have a question. Yeah? We know that Steve started at the beginning of the series hanging out all the time at DJ's house because he's in love with DJ, <laughs> and he is still in love with DJ, but now that he has a girlfriend, why don't you think he hangs out at his house? I, I want us to get to the bottom of this. Or Why don't you think he hangs out at her house? I want us to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> uh, my theory? My theory? Yeah. CJ doesn't have a house. <laughs> They're homeless? <laughs> that, 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 is, that could be it. Oh Maybe they God. live in a boathouse. They are on the water, I think. Yeah, San Francisco is on the water. Yeah. yeah. Do Do we know what CJ does for a living? Does she have uh, a job? I don't think so. I think it might have been. I think it might have been stated. Uh, you, you guys vamp for a bit. I'm gonna look it up. Okay. I mean, they might say it later, but I'm not sure if we know it now. Yeah. I. So I mean, like working theory, she doesn't have a house. Yeah. That That's definitely possible. There's no joke a homeless problem in this country. Steps need to be taken. Es and especially, I think, in San Francisco, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah, a big yeah. one there. It's a big problem there. F Fuller House is a really socially conscious show. Um, these are the issues that they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Um, <laughs> poverty, homelessness. What to do when your annoying little brother wants to hang out with you on New Year's Eve? Go ahead, Zach. Okay. So uh, according to the Fuller House wiki... Uh, there's no specific job labeled. However, under her full name, it does have the prefix doctor. So she's some kind of doctor. Mm. 
I think, wait, no, I think it is mentioned in the beginning, or it's like, I think the whole thing is that, like, oh, she's a human doctor, but oh, DJ's yeah, an she's doctor. a human right, doctor. Right, that's right, right. DJ is Dr. Fuller, but CJ is a better doctor. Right. Okay. She's superior no, DJ. No disrespect to vets. I, my dog was just went to the vet. Mm-hmm. Vets are great, but, but CJ deals with humans. Okay. I don't know where I'm going with this. You know what, though? I think our theory about her being homeless could still stand, and I think yep. we should definitely make a bad YouTube video saying, like, top ten things you didn't notice about CJ and Fuller. Yeah. But, guys, as we said, the next thing that happens is the entire cast of Full House shows up. Yay! Yes, the entirety of Full House. All of them. All of them. Mainly just four of them. All of the but... Full House. Actually, no, that's not true. Five of them. Because, you know, we've got Joey, oh, Danny, fuck Becky, you. Fuck you. Joey, Dan- wait, Joey <laughs> Danny, Becky, Jesse, and everyone's favorite, Mr. Woodchuck. <laughs> I was, I didn't know what you meant for a second, and then it hit me. I thought you were talking about <laughs> Michelle in some weird roundabout way, but yeah. I... <laughs> it's very weird. I've watched, I've, I've watched a lot mm-hmm. of Full House in my time. I used to used to be on in the morning before I went to school. I'd watch it with my dad. I I used to watch it in reruns all the time, but I've watched so much Fuller House in recent years. Yeah. That I've almost forgotten that Michelle exists. Same. It's so weird. Right? She's like the main character of the original show. And <laughs> her absence is glaring. She's the breakout character and I forgot she existed. Oh my god, yeah. Imagine Ugh. if one day they rebooted the Big Bang Theory and Sheldon wasn't there. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. <laughs> I'm not saying that's not better for humanity <laughs> if Sheldon's okay, not yeah. there, but it'd be pretty weird given yeah. the centrality of that character to that show. Oh, that would be odd. This is a very odd show without Michelle. That, that might be one of the reasons it's so weird compared to Full House. Yeah. Yeah, I think she definitely fits the role better than Michelle would. Yeah. I mean, it was originally going to be Michelle, but then the Olsen twins yeah. turned it down. So they brought in Kimmy Gibbler, who who might fit the role of the Joey more. Yeah. I mean, Michelle Michelle was a cool, wacky kid. So like I could you know see what? actually yeah I could definitely see her being the Joey. I easily. could see her being the Joey. I could see yeah. her being the Joey like or the Jesse cuz I mean like we hadn't yeah. seen though there were a lot of storylines where like Steph l- learned about smoking and she had her bad yeah. girlfriend Gia. So like I think they would slot into those roles. Like I could see Michelle as the Joey, but mm-hmm. Kimmy is very much the Joey. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. I do want to point out that when Mr. Woodchuck showed up, everybody went, like, all, I mean, all of you guys went, yay. And I just went, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I think in part because I knew that meant that I'd have to do the Mr. Woodchuck. I don't really mind doing it. But you do it so well. It's like, now I have to. I'm so sorry. I don't mind doing it. You do it better than all of us. Yeah, we've we've determined this earlier, that you're just better at the Mr. Woodchuck voice than we are. Look, if even if he wasn't in an episode, if you guys really wanted me to do it, I would. (laughs) 
There it is. I would do the voice. There it is. Like wood. There it is. Like wow. I'm a troll. Oh, I didn't expect that. Got him. Superhand expectations. Got him. Uh, this is why we need you as Mr. Woodchuck. <laughs> Happy to be here, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the next... Uh, Next thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Mr. Woodchuck shows up and everybody leaves the room immediately. <laughs> oh, that's right. That right. was so sad. Yeah, so, nobody yeah. loves Mr. Woodchuck. TV icon, Mr. Woodchuck. <laughs> nobody, nobody loves Mr. Woodchuck like I do. <laughs> <laughs> nobody understands him. Yeah, you've got a point. <laughs> Their love is pure. It's it's beautiful. And it's it's only for them. No one else can have no it. No one understands their love. Society might frown upon it. Because it's strange. Because it's strange and it's a grown man, obviously, in a sexual relationship with a puppet. <laughs> but puppets deserve love, too. Yes. Even if they are made out of wood. <laughs> <laughs> Kermit the Frog had Miss Piggy. Gonzo had Camilla the chicken, and Mr. Woodchuck has Joey Gladstone. Wait, guys, what if <laughs> in what if Mr. Woodchuck the puppet was made out of wood? Would he just have like an existential crisis? Like, is um the wood? <laughs> oh god! I'm sorry. This is just something I just thought of, and it's like I need to know the answer. <laughs> if he was like a Pinocchio style, then yeah. Is is Mr. Woodchuck the top in this relationship? Oh, for sure. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> I love how there's two, two different types of reactions immediately. There's an SP at the top, and I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure he's the top. And Mark's like, nope, not going to answer that question. Moving is on. Is Mr. Woodchuck the top? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, on that note, <laughs> moving on, we meet up with all our wacky teens. Yeah. We got Robert Popko. We got Jay Money. We got Ramona and we got Lola. Which I feel I feel like all of them could have something better to do on New Year's Eve than hanging out with their adult families. Robert's not even with his family and they're all just four teens alone together. Isn't Lola also not? Well, well do we Lola's, lo Lola's there to do a smooch. Yeah, yeah. Lola's, Lola's there, there to yeah. do a smooch. Lola's there so, to smooch Jay Money. Well, that's true. And Robert Popko is there to be the wingman, and Ramona's there because she lives there. Well, well. Yeah. To be fair, I think Robert Popko is there to smooch Ramona, but Ramona has not agreed to smooch Robert Popko at this moment. Right. The terms of the deal were not agreed upon. Yes. Jay Money is going to court for false advertising. <laughs> I am altering the deal. I alter it further. I'm surprised that's one of the few Star, Star Wars references we've made so far. Yeah. <laughs> it's an underrated line. Your lack of faith in the Star Wars disturbs me. I, I, I tried to. <laughs> I, I, I tried to get one in there for you, Harrison. I tried. Thank you, Zach. Thank it you. didn't really hit, but you know. Anyways, Fuller House. Your lack of faith is disturb <laughs> or wait let me take that again let me take that again one more time your lack of faith is made of wood <laughs> damn it we are on, you are on fire with the, with the Mr. Woodchuck jokes uh, 
You know what? You know what else is on fire? Wood. <laughs> you know what else is on fire? Anakin Skywalker's body. <laughs> oh God! Jokes. We're, no! That, oh no! We're a Star Wars podcast now. <laughs> we're a Star Wars. Oh no! One of the four billion Star Wars podcasts. I'm I'm so worried that if we keep talking about Star Wars. We will keep talking about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. Okay, so yeah, they're, they're gonna smooch. They're getting ready. Oh, sorry. I just, I didn't want to forget that it is New Year's in Japan. Oh, uh, yes. So Ramona says we should say Happy New Year in Japanese, and they all turn to Lola. <laughs> and it's very uncomfortable. Yikes! <laughs> it was, uh, it was so, I don't know how to describe it. I Tyler and I both thought the joke was going to be Lola saying like I'm Korean. <laughs> it said they went with the exact same line from Captain America: uh, The First Avenger, right? Which was uh, I'm from Fresno, <laughs> um, which I guess is an equally valid line. But yeah, still. so she then immediately does tell them how to say how to say Happy New Year in Japanese. So I guess she does speak Japanese. Like, what? Yeah, <laughs> or she's so just like, a weeb and just... watches a lot of anime. Lola, <laughs> <laughs> you're a huge weeb. You know something about Japanese. <laughs> Don't tell me with the amount of cape of K-pop you watch. With the amount of K-pop and anime, <laughs> and you haven't picked up some anime <laughs> on the way. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So that was a super uncomfortable moment. But yeah, but but when they're taking their picture, Max runs in and he's all like, mom said it's my turn on the Xbox, but not really. It's it's I have I, mom said I, I have to party. It's my turn at the party. I want to have the party. I want to I want to come join the party. Yeah, and he says it exactly yeah. like that. Um, <laughs> so that was a good that was a good impression. Thank you. What is it? Yeah. He says, mom said I had to be part of your party. He's really obnoxious about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those episodes where we were just like, oh man, do we hate Max? Yeah, because I remember that was our first uh, feeling about him. Now I think we've come around to him, but every now and then he does do, he does get a little bit annoying. Yeah, like this is one of those episodes where you just want to take Max and punch him across the room. Yeah. Yikes. And and Jay Money (laughs) says, we have to get rid of Max. Popko immediately says, I know a guy. Um, and so I wrote in my notes, Popko's going to kill Max. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's really the only explanation for what he said, is that he's going to put a hit out on him. Popko yeah. kills Max. That's the episode. Good night, everybody. We're done with the podcast. Popko comes up to Jamie and he's like, look, I know a guy. Then the Always Sunny intro starts playing and it just says Popko kills Max. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But then we have the weirdest plot point. Um, oh, wait, there's two more plot points we need to address. Jesus, there's a lot of plot lines in this episode. Yeah. Um, there's like a A, B, C, D, even an E plot it point. It goes down to like a Q plot. I don't know. I don't even know how they managed to do that in a 20 minute episode, but. I, I 100% know what I think the weirdest plot point is, um, but we're not there yet. So uh, I, it's kind of the resolution to the Steve plot. Oh, I I was thinking the the weirdest plot line. Mm-hmm. Okay, well actually, yeah, I guess the Steve plot. But other than that, I was thinking the Godfather debate. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a there's a big debate going on outside because Jesse and Becky are adopting a baby, and someone's gonna be the Godfather. 
they're here in San Francisco to pick up their baby. That's right. And they get really heated about this. Which, yeah. I mean, I guess it's a big decision, but... Well, well, Danny sets it up, you know, Jess, whoever you're going to pick, whoever it is, I'm sure will respect your opinion. Unless and if Jesse you pick Joey. Goes, yeah, and Jesse immediately says, oh, well, I was going to pick Joey. And <laughs> Danny says, "I, Joey, sorry to hear the news, but Jess, I, we understand your choice. I'm obviously the what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, I... <laughs> why Joey? <laughs> he says the weirdest reasoning, which is that he's still raising kids. Like, I think, you know, he's still raising kids so he wouldn't be inconvenienced by having another one around. I don't know. Joey, is that even a good like, I understand the logic of that. But also I'm like, I don't know. He already has four kids maybe one yeah. more is a lot to ask of somebody rather than yeah. um you know you don't really have a life outside of your tv show <laughs> exactly <laughs> if something happens to me yeah. you can pick up slack give him a purpose in life damn it <laughs> yeah. we should point out yeah that joey does in fact do a godfather impression that's right. Yeah. Impersonates uh, Vito Corleone. Yeah. I can't decide if they didn't go far enough with the Vito Corleone thing or if they if it, just the instance of it is too much. Because I feel like there were a lot of opportunities where it could have bled into the other plot lines, like especially the teenager plot line. But uh, yeah, the, 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 the impression. Mm. I'm going to answer your question. It was too much. It was too okay. much at all. I yeah. did not need it in there. <laughs> yeah. Of course it was, it was, it was bad. fucking there, but. Yeah. Like, you can't have the word Godfather. That, mo- that movie has ruined the word Godfather. It's ruined it. Yeah. What does a Godfather even do? We're, uh, we're Jewish, so we don't really have the Godfather thing. I mean, I have a Godfather. Like, you have a Godfather? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I do not. Fun fact, he's in prison. <laughs> you were on the money f- with me, Harrison. Yeah, because I, I know it's a Christian, like religiously, it's yeah, a Christian I mean, thing, but I, was, I don't know actually what the purpose of it is. I don't know. <laughs> I just know that I have one. Well, no, I, I believe <laughs> yeah. if like, you know, th- anything happens to the parents, um, oh, okay. there's something yeah. involving custody. Um, Got you. Okay. And other things. I don't know. It might just be honorific. Um, yeah. yeah, I think we did it more so as just like an honorific thing. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't really know what the significance is behind it. I never really asked, but I just know I have one. Je- Jesse does say, okay, if it means that much to you, Danny, you can be the godfather. And Danny refuses. He's not going to be Jesse's sloppy seconds. <laughs> um, or, yeah, He says, and I quote, I ain't no scrub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he ain't no scrub and he don't want I, no scrubs i forgot about that line that's why i wrote it down Just knowing that bob saget said i ain't no scrub but to be fair no i think it's that danny tanner said it bob saget has said a lot of oh stuff. no yeah you know what? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's fair yeah. that's, that, bob that saget has said a lot danny yeah. tanner on the other hand is the squeakiest clean man not yeah. that I, I ain't no scrub is like 
dirty. It's just so not Danny Tanner. Yeah. Maybe it's a it's a vestige of the previous time we saw Danny Tanner and oh. the sadness that emanated from that. Midlife <laughs> crisis, Danny. <laughs> yeah. I want I want an action figure midlife crisis, Danny. <laughs> it's a special variant. You have to collect a different body part. He smells like cold pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so then he decides, well, if Danny doesn't want it, I'm going to just give it back to Joey then. To which Joey also does not want to be the sloppy seconds. You know, you gave it to Danny. Then I don't want it anymore. So now what are they going to do? What are they going to do? We should also mention the very important scene before this. So important that we forgot about it and I didn't even bring it up because it's not really all that important. Oh, right. I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, Well, first, Fernando spills wine on his tie because he's so damn upset that they that the dress never came. The male lost Kimmy's dress. Yeah, it never came. Online tracking says it came, so he went to every house. <laughs> every house. It's just screaming that's a story for his in dress. and of itself. Which, like, I don't think this is a Fernando is stupid moment. I mean, mistakes happen, and it's an entirely believable line that the dress was yeah. like lost in the mail. But the fact that Fernando went door to door, banging on the door, demanding to find his dress, means that Fernando must be like so extra. Oh, it does make sense. I, yeah, I, it I does know, make sense I wanna, for his character. Yeah, exactly. I, just I think we might have forgotten to do some spinoffs in the last couple episodes, but this is just our spinoff of the episode. It's just the, the, the adventures of Fernando, what he does on the side while all the other yeah. full house, four house shenanigans are happening. It's just. And the pilot yeah. is he's running down the street, banging on doors. Exactly. Shouting, Where's my dress? Where is my dress? Don't call the police. It's the life of former Formula One race car driver, Fernando <laughs> Hernandez Guerrero, Fernandez Guerrero, Gibbler. Former, or is he still a very famous race car driver? Well, he never leaves to go driving again. <laughs> At least I don't think. No, he's all, it's a, it's off season. He is still a driver. It's we're, we're, Zach, we're pitching a whole spinoff about what happens to Fernando off screen. You know what? That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I imagine he has a lot of adventures off screen, not including but not limited to Formula One racing. Uh, unless, unless we want to give him a new job in the spinoff. Maybe Fernando opens a deli? Yes. Mark, you might be getting a little ahead of yourself here. I am getting a little ahead of myself. I'm making that joke entirely independent about what actually happens in the show. <laughs> I said the joke, then remembered, oh wait. He actually does happens. start a deli. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were referencing that. I was like, uh, I don't think Mark remembers. I was, I was in fact referencing um, the spinoff from our original hypothetical sitcom, Quality Time. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. Quality Time. Yeah. Which I don't think we've talked about Quality Time on this podcast. <laughs> quality Time. Should we leave the fans to piece together what Quality Time is, like over time, anytime we mention it? Or, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like from the title, Quality Time Alone, you can already kind of <laughs> tell what the show the is title, about yeah the title is half the premise yeah i mean hold on we're yeah. gonna get on let's give you a five second pitch mark you want to go for it <laughs> okay so you guys have heard of you know shows like friends right so we were thinking of a new show about like 
you know, what it's like to be in your 20s, to be making your way through the world and really figuring out life in the big city. And so we thought it'd be like, you know, like these two roommates trying to figure stuff out, make their way in the big city. And their third roommate is a koala. (laughs) The koala can talk. (laughs) Sold. The koala can talk. The koala can talk. The koala gets into crazy sitcom misadventures. Like he has two dates to the prom. <laughs> like, like his parents are visiting and they're divorced, but they didn't tell him. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, if you're wondering where the idea came from, I it's very natural. We were hanging out. Someone said the word quality. I heard quality. <laughs> And somehow that became a TV show. Yeah. And then it just it just kept going. We made like a whole talking animal cinematic universe. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's the the reference was the reference I was making was to the spinoff Pandemonium. Yes. Yeah. Where their neighbor moves away and opens up a deli with a panda. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then. I don't know if we did this with our high school friends, but you at least, Mark, yeah. came up with Hawkward about a hawk in high school. It's An a teen drama. High school. It's a teen <laughs> drama. Yeah, this one is a little more serious. Uh, Wasn't there yeah. also a Dear Diary? Wasn't that also another Dear one? Diary. Oh, that was the teen drama. I thought yeah, Hawkward was right, a teen right. drama. Hawkward, I think, is a high school comedy. Dear Diary is a high school drama. Okay. I was checking my phone to see if Tyler butted in telling us to move on, but apparently Tyler is okay with all this talk about (laughs) quality time and its various corollary shows. He did just send me a 10-minute warning, so we should get back to the show. (laughs) So, oh God, we have so much left to talk about. There's a lot in this episode. So much. We are, like, just almost halfway through the episode. Okay, speed round. Jesus! Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Speed round. So, so Jimmy's feeding the baby. He says to Steph, maybe we'll have a baby someday. Then, after all the dads are hanging out, Steph is with Becky. She said They're talking about babies, and Steph says, I can't have... I can't get pregnant, and I haven't told Jimmy that. Uh, Becky says something in response to that. Uh, I thought it was strange because I completely forgot that Steph can't get pregnant. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I I thought they were going down. When they were doing the Jimmy says we should have a baby someday and Steph gets uncomfortable, I thought they were doing the classic thing of like, geez, Jimmy, you're moving too fast for me. That's how yeah. Steph sounds. That's a good impression of Stephanie. <laughs> exactly. Yes. It's it's exactly on par with the quality of my Mr. Woodchuck impression. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they have that conversation and um and then okay, uh gee, which plot point is next? Okay, so speed round, let's uh, go. Speed so round. the kid yeah, yeah, I this is why I take notes, you guys. So <laughs> it's it's nine thirty and the kids trick Max into thinking that it's midnight. So then they can have him go back to sleep and be away while they continue to party and then and then kiss at at midnight. And can I voice a problem with this plot line? Yes. Yes, you may. 
what happens if Max is there at midnight? Can they not kiss? I get that Max I, is annoying and they don't really right. want to hang out with He's him. It's so weird. But, but what really are the stakes? What are they even doing? They're just sitting in, in Jay yeah, Money's they're room. Sitting in Jay Money's they're room. not doing don't anything. They were going to hang out with the adults anyway. I like, honestly, it is so realistic to bad New Year's parties when you're a kid and you're dragged to, yeah. you know, an adult party. Yeah. Where it's just you're shut up in somebody's room. You're not really doing anything and you're just hanging out until midnight and then you can go. Yes. They were always so miserable. I was always just like I I would always be forced to dance and think, God, why? Why do people like doing this? It's so late. I'm so tired. I I thought you were going to say I was always forced to dance and I always thought, dear God, why have you put me in this situation? Why? (laughs) I was looking up at God just to ask why. Nah, not that bad. <laughs> but um, yeah, so they're not doing much, and which again is very realistic to the situation. But like, yeah, what's what ha- what's what happens if Max is there? Just tell him what to leave and lost? just yeah. make yeah, out then. Just kiss, make out at New Year's. Yeah. What what does someone have to kiss Max? Well, yeah, I'm... Max has a girlfriend. Yeah, Max has she's a very coming. Serious... Yeah, she comes later yeah. in the episode. J Money really didn't think that through. Yeah, literally all they have to do is keep him occupied until Rose arrives. That's it. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. But instead, they trick him into thinking that it's already midnight. Max is very underwhelmed. But before he leaves to go to bed, he says, "J Money." You're the best brother anyone could have. Just laying it on real thick. Yeah, that, that also Jewish like kill. He, doesn't, he doesn't even use the term J money. He refers to him by his human name. <laughs> by his real human name, not the God name. Not the mean. God name of J money. Yes. <laughs> his epithet. His epithet. J money conqueror of worlds. <laughs> Jay Money the Thunderer. <laughs> Fernando and Kimmy go into the living room and Fernando's talking about how angry he is that they lost the dress. And then Cosmo walks in holding the dress in his mouth. Oh, Cosmo. Fernando says uh, a line that I had forgotten, but might now be one of my favorite Fernando lines, oh, yeah. which is he's in the middle of a sentence and he goes, say what? <laughs> it, I think it's more along the lines of like, well, you know, I'm just upset that I couldn't find the dress and it got lost in the mail, and now Cosmo has the dress in his mouth and say what? Say, sorry, say what? I can't say what? Oh, I want to say what? <laughs> I, I, oh, I did. I, I, was, I hit the high note. I, I was setting I you up for the clone. Well, high I, bit. I tried um, doing the clone high bit earlier and I couldn't hit the high note, and I just did it. Oh, I'm so proud of myself. Zach, I'm really proud of you. I'm proud of myself. I'm really proud Congratulations, of you. Zach. You finally hit the high note. I know. Tyler, if you could edit in some cheering. <laughs> just oh, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you're far too young. Oh. oh, wow. I I really was not I was not prepared for this. Uh, I, I I did prepare a speech, though. Um, well. Go ahead. Anyway. Uh, no, no. This is my Oscar moment, Harrison. You can't. No, no. Guys, Tyler, no, if you could edit no. in music playing Zach off. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Steve, CJ, and Rose show up. Oh, yeah. Steve, CJ, and Rose show up. Uh, Max is already in bed. Rose wakes him up. 
Um, so they start hatching their revenge plan. Max is very dramatic about it. Um, well, first he says, I've been duped. Um, and then he shakes his fist at the sky and says, God is my witness. Their lips will not touch tonight. <laughs> oh my God. He's going to sabotage the teen's New Year's kiss in revenge. revenge. Also, the, the way he did it was legitimately clever. I really liked that. Yeah. yeah. They're all getting ready. They got the boys in one side, the girls in the other, and they go to leave the rooms, but the doors won't open yep. because they're tied together <laughs> with a rope. I do yeah. also want to say Rose says to Max, I've never seen this side of you. I like it. <laughs> and is Rose Max's Lady Macbeth? Rose likes bad boys. Yes. She's gonna, like his tendencies, his darker tendencies were already there, but she kind of- She brings them she out. She enables him. Manipulates them and exact, brings them out, enables yeah. them and convinces him to kill the King of Scotland. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So Max can be the King of Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's Max's ultimate goal in life to become yeah. the, to become Scottish royalty. Yeah, <laughs> that's our spinoff. It's the Crown, but starring Max in Scotland. <laughs> it's the Crown. It's in Scotland, and it stars an eight-year-old. Yes. <laughs> you're like Narcos and Narcos Mexico. It's the Crown, Scotland. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Narcos Junior. Narcos <laughs> <laughs> Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, speed round. Okay, next thing. Next scene. Mark, go. Ah, uh, Jay Money tells Popko to tone it down. They both spray cologne and step into it. Then the doors can't open. They're they're tied together. Um, then DJ foils Max's plan. DJ frees the kids. Jay Money apologizes, but Max is is still upset. And then we go back outside with our full house dads. Yeah. Full house dads. Still arguing. A lot has happened in the episode since we last saw them arguing outside, and they are still there, still arguing. And this is when it gets ugly. They have a roast battle. Yeah. They just start insulting each other. It's great. You know, like it just starts off, Danny goes to Joey and he's like, look, forever is not my favorite song. To which we all responded with, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Or at least I did. That's what I, I responded with that to most of the insults. Yeah. Which Jesse then, when when Joey agrees that forever is overrated, Jesse then tells him, well, I don't like Mr. Wood. Or yeah, he says, I hate Mr. Woodchuck. Which well, he says, uh, everybody loves Mr. Woodchuck. Which is true. Which is everybody true. loves Mr. Woodchuck. And then he says, at least Mr. Woodchuck doesn't dye his hair. <laughs> so good. Savage. It should be. It should be pointed out savage. that Joey's insults in this scene are so much more savage than anybody else's. Joey has he the won. best insults. He just objectively yeah, he, won. He, he won. should be the Godfather. He is the yeah. Godfather of insults. Da Danny says something else, and Joey says like, uh, "Um, the only reason people watch Wake Up USA is because of Becky." Oh God, it's really great. It's it's um. Danny's insult is like your your signature song is not my favorite song and Joey's just like you're old you dye your hair out of a sense of vanity and nobody likes you on your TV show oh my god <laughs> it was so good Joey Joey won this Joey's Joey's very oh, good in yeah this scene. for and sure I do not 
compliment Joey lightly. However, this does. Then Max, wait, is this, uh, Max comes in. Is, oh wait, I was, is this the part where the sad part happens? Well, that, that's that the that's the button of the scene. First, Max comes in. It's the same scene, but first, Max comes in saying, "I'm angry at my brother." Right. And all the dads are like, "Angry at your brother," and they look at each other and are like, "We can understand that." <laughs> And they tell Max, like, but you know that deep down you love him and you care about him and you should all just hug each other and get along. And that also fixes their problem. Yay. Except it kind of doesn't because we still don't know who the Godfather is. And then Jesse throws Mr. Woodchuck over the fence. Yeah, they all make up because they're just so wise. And Uncle Jesse throws Mr. Woodchuck over the fence. How mean! Mr. Woodchuck was innocent in all this. Fly away. <laughs> you keep but cutting I, I, out, I, and I can't tell if it's like you can't hit the notes and your voice is going out, or if it's. Oh no! I was. I think it was just internet. Yeah, but okay, yeah, yeah, I I felt like I had to just really do a little musical number. I, I understand musical. Bits. I understand, and yeah, I was gonna say I understand, and also musical bits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Um. Anyway, but next, uh, Steve is practicing his vows with DJ. He's not getting it right. So DJ says, start again, say your vows. And who should walk in? Inevitably. But CJ. And Steve is about to explain what's happening, but he just can't get the words out. And so they then run after her speech is failing steve yes. he gets monosyllabic he needs dj help he needs dj help he needs dj help you know his mind is mush when he compares his brain to food he yeah, compares he it to a burrito yeah. brain yes. burrito so what happens is steve gets down on one knee and he words fail him so he's like dj help so dj proposes to cj <laughs> And who should walk in but our boy Matt. <laughs> Dr. Matt Harmon. Oh, he just no! arrives randomly in the middle yeah. of the proposal. And we were all just like really hoping. I know Mark had something that was really good. I don't know if you want well, to say Well, I, 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 I was really hoping that Matt was going to go like, thank God, and just start kissing Steve. <laughs> <laughs> would have been so good they're the true they're the true <laughs> otp so the, the bro tp <laughs> the bro tp but no we have to keep it all hetero but dj proposes to cj cj accepts they're ecstatic they're jumping around they're happy matt says i was gone for a week <laughs> and then cj says like oh steve i'm so happy we're gonna get married or, or something along those lines yeah. and matt's like oh that makes sense not really like, as though he didn't just watch his girlfriend propose to another woman yeah what part of that made sense matt what part of dj proposing to cj on behalf of steve made sense this is the part that i was like weirdest plot point I mean, I will say, though, the actor did a very good job with the lines he was given. Yes, yes. No, everybody yeah, does well a good job. I'm just saying yeah. this is such a weird thing to do. Oh, yeah. I thought what DJ was going to say was, CJ, will you marry Steve? And that's when Matt was going to say, oh. 
<laughs> but no, she 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 does it all in first person. <laughs> so it was very weird. <laughs> but they're also happy, the couples. But then Steve and DJ look longingly at each other. Yeah. <laughs> and it's later revealed that guys, when DJ made her choice between Matt and Steve, she was gonna pick Steve. Oh, oh no. Drama. But it's okay, because she's happy with Matt, and Steve's gonna get married, and I'm sure there will be <laughs> no. no other shenanigans in episodes or seasons to come. Exactly. Everything will go over without a hitch, and they'll be happy forever. Yeah, what is this, Fuller House? <laughs> Kimmy shows up wearing Fernando's ugly dress. Fernando says to her, you know, oh, I love it. And you were right. It's hideous. <laughs> that was that was beautiful. Stephanie talks with Jimmy. She says that they can't, that she can't have children. And Jimmy's like, it's okay. I can't get pregnant either. Yeah, she says, I can't get pregnant. He goes, neither can I. Which is a wonderful line. Best boy. Our best best boy, Jimmy, Jimmy Gibbler. Um, it's New Year's. They release the balloons. Ramona kisses Popko. Of her own foolish. Yeah, although I do want to say it straight it hits midnight and it just like pans over with everybody kissing. And when it gets Ramon and Popko, they do like an awkward high five. That was beautiful. Which was yeah. great. I love how it, it was still understood by Ramona that something had to happen, so awkward they, high five. They did, they did they did kiss later though. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Well, because Popko says, like, it's okay, I don't need a kiss. I'm not gonna, you know, pressure you or anything. And then out of kindness for the gesture, she kisses Robert Popko. This is a sad thought, but can we agree that Popko is like the type of middle schooler who will later like claim that he had sex with like whatever imaginary oh, girlfriend for sure. he has yeah. in middle school? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 100%. It's, just, it's so sad. Um, uh, is there anything else we want to bring uh, up? Jesse and Becky show up with their baby. She's named Pamela after Danny's deceased wife, DJ Stephanie and Michelle's mother, mm-hmm. which is very sweet. Um, and that's kind of that's the episode. Yeah. All right. Cool. Now, that means it's time for a very special edition of Sad Boy of the Week. I'm sorry. I didn't have a better transition, but it's, it's okay. Sad Boy of the Week time. It's become, you know, sort of custom to do this at the end of the episode. So, yeah. 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 I have I have one nominee and I think it's a strong one. Yes. Go ahead. Dr. Stephen Hale. It's a very strong It's a strong nomination. nominee. I think my nominee, when I'm thinking about this, my nominee is Fernando. Fernando is definitely a good one. He was definitely on the side in this episode, but he was very sad. I want to say one of the full house dads, but I feel like I can't specify one of them as being more sad than the rest. Right, right. Maybe we can nominate them as a group. We can nominate them as a group. Um, do you want me to run through them, or do we have anybody? Yeah, else? Run, run, we, let's just run wait, through wait, this. Can we, also, can we also validate Tyler's nomination for Mr. Woodchuck? Yes. Mr. Woodchuck. Mr. Woodchuck. Yeah, Mr. Woodchuck. yeah, Tyler just texted us saying, Mr. Woodchuck for Sad Boy in all caps. So I think we got to give him the nom. Yeah, who do you yeah, want me to yeah. start with? You want me to start with uh, Mr. Woodchuck, Mr. Woodchuck. Mr. Woodchuck. Let's see it. Uh, Mr. Woodchuck, who uh, is dragged to this New Year's party that he is... Like, let's be honest, way too cool to go to. <laughs> yeah. Um, everybody leaves the room immediately when Mr. Woodchuck shows up. 
Um, and then uh, later he gets thrown over a fence. <laughs> and as Tyler points out, never even got suggested to be Godfather. Exactly. Yeah. So mean. How rude. Yeah. How, how rude. What a, what, a, what a great turn of phrase, Harrison. Where did you come <laughs> up with that? I got it from an obscure sitcom. You wouldn't know it. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to the Full House Dads. Full House Dads. I forget exactly the beginning. I guess it's pretty sad that Joey's brought Mr. Woodchuck here. <laughs> it is. Um, I think the main thing is, one, Danny expects to be named Godfather automatically. <laughs> God, isn't. Yes. Then they all argue for hours on end about who's Godfather. They lay into each other with insults. Joey with particularly true and hurtful ones. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and they, like, they never decide who is Godfather. Yeah, that's never resolved. So, they accomplished nothing in this episode. And they they accomplish nothing at all. They are equally good friends from how they were before, only Mr. Woodchuck was thrown over a fence. (laughs) Fernando orders an ugly dress for his wife, which she hates. (laughs) And she doesn't even have the courage to tell him. <laughs> yeah, she hides it in the doghouse rather than telling him about it. He assumes it was lost in the mail because he trusts his wife. So he runs around the street, knocking on doors and almost getting the police called on him. <laughs> uh, he spills wine on himself because it's so because ang- he's so angry. He is complaining about it to Gimme and finds out the truth that she has lied to him. Um, he tells her goodbye forever, meaning like he's leaving his fiance oh, because no. she lied about this dress. Oh, yeah, that's another thing is that he says goodbye forever and then expects her to leave yeah. despite this being her house. Yeah, which is pretty sad. Expects her to leave despite it being her house. Well, I mean, yeah, he he's not going to miss the party. He's not going to miss the party. Um, and then when she finally does wear the dress, he agrees, I have no taste, it's hideous. <laughs> and finally, Dr. Stephen Hale. Dr. Yes. Stephen Hale. He was really sad in this episode. Really sad in this episode. Oh, boy. He shows up with out-of-date New Year's supplies that they got for 90% off because they're for, <laughs> for the, the wrong year. Yep. He plans to propose to his girlfriend at his ex-girlfriend and the love of his life's house in front of her. <laughs> he also has her for no write reason. His yeah, that was that was him. the next thing. He one hasn't been able to write a proposal and begs for her help. It's it's a very weird relationship. Mhm. He can't remember the proposal and just can't get, get it in his out. thick head. when his girlfriend thinks that he's proposing to his ex-girlfriend he can't muster the words to tell her what's going on he's just he can't do it it fails him he's that pathetic all speech whatsoever fails him to the point where when he's asking dj to help he says you propose here ring take ring fire fire bad fire bad fire bad (laughs) <laughs> oh. DJ he makes his ex-girlfriend propose for him 
Oh, and God. then, and then when his girlfriend says yes, he looks longingly at his ex girlfriend because he's still definitely in love with DJ. Oh gosh, yeah. I think, guys, I think my vote's pretty obvious. I'm, I, I gotta go for Steve this week. I think it's just so obviously Steve. I'm, I'm voting for Steve. I was going to stick with my nominee. But yeah, it's Steve. Steve won. Yeah. Just objectively. He's just so sad in this episode. He, he is really sad. I also have, <laughs> guys, I also have some big news. Yep. With this win, Steve is now officially tied for first place all time in the Sad Boy leaderboard, tied with the one and only J Money. I like oh that over God. time, it has been shaking out exactly as we thought it would. Except for Fernando. <laughs> oh, yeah. Except for Fernando. But, we haven't but, gotten as many Fernando. But it's definitely Steve versus J Money. Oh, my God. How many wins does Fernando have? Uh, yeah, I'm curious. Fernando has two. Okay, only two. Wow. Jay Money and Steve both have four. Okay. Oh, okay. He's not that far behind. Yeah. I mean, they, they've doubled his wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it for the episode. Um, please uh, follow us on social media. We are Fullest House Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So please... Follow us, recommend us to your friends, keep listening, you guys, and until next time, may your houses be fuller, and may your holiday greetings be in Japanese.